What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to for- episode 42 of More Wrestling's podcast. I am live here in Fargo, sort of live. Um, I'm joined today by my co-host, Zach Rolf. How's it going today, Zach? Good, man. Glad to be back. Dude, what a day it was today, man. Yes, day one of Fargo. Uh, we had our cadets, a.k.a. 16 and under, um, freestyle, boys freestyle. And we also had the 16 and under girls freestyle as well. So it was an exciting time. changing that verbiage, though? Like, what was the point of changing that verbiage? I have no idea. Like, cadet and juniors is what it's always been. Why change it to 16U? What was the point of that? I don't know. I saw a, I saw a New York Wrestling News um, tweet the same thing, or Josh Smitty might have said something, but yeah, I have no idea. It's weird. I don't like it. I don't either. Yeah, well, anyways, the cadets, I'm going to keep it as cadets. The cadets wrestled today. Uh, Team New York had, I want to say, what did we say in the preview show? I think I had 48 New York guys um, that were competing. We had a handful of New York guys, and a lot of them did really well. Uh, they were you were advanced to you know rounds one, rounds two, three, four. Uh, I think we had 10, 10 or eleven guys in like going into that last round. Um, obviously, we had a few few guys get upset and they uh, dropped down to the actually they dropped out of the tournament. But uh, moving on for tomorrow, we've got three guys in the semi or quarterfinals. Excuse me, um, three guys in the quarterfinals. At one thirty-two, we've got Casper Stewart. 152, Zach Ryder, and 285, Cameron Gronke. And then on the backside, moving forward, we've got six guys, or five guys, excuse me. And those five guys are at 100 pounds, we've got Darren Florence. At 113 pounds, Matt Marlowe. 120 pounds, Tyler Ferrara. 132 pounds, Cameron Catcherbone. 138 pounds, Renzo Montalvo. And that rounds out the uh, the five guys that are wrestling tomorrow. I think they got to win two matches tomorrow to earn all American honors. So hopefully they get the job done. Yeah, two matches and it's in, man. That's what that's what they're looking for. So I mean, talking about two matches, that's all you need. Two matches. Tyler Ferrara, he he lost. He won his first match, then he lost to um, Shaw, right? So he wrestled Shaw at the Northeast Regionals. I think yeah, you were at the Northeast Regional. Last second, he needed a last second takedown to win that match at Northeast Regionals. So, like, we knew going into this match it would be a tough one. It wasn't. We knew it wasn't going to be him just walking through, or you know, it wasn't expected that this would be a blowout. So, you know, knowing the way it went out, the way the match went down and one one, it, it makes sense considering you know the last time they wrestled was very defensive as well. Yeah. Um. So he he loses Shaw this time. Um. But so he gets dropped down in the wrestlebacks. But the wrestlebacks proved to be a you know, th- that's where kind of you know you got to make a run right. And especially losing, I think it was round of sixty four. Um. You got to make a big run. So he rattled off his first win, quick tech fall, and then he had two Tioga Tioga boys back to back. He had Levi Bellis, and then he had another rematch with Gianni Silvestri which would be his third match with Johnny. Um, so he wrestled them at the Northeast regionals, he wrestled them at the night, the New York state tournament for uh, freestyle States. And then of course he wrestled them um, just today and he beat him. And then that was his third win of the wrestlebacks. And then he, he had two more wins after that. And uh, he finished off the day six and one. Um, so yeah, the one kid he wrestled from, the one kid he wrestled from California, Corey Velasquez was the USA Wrestling Folk Style All-American. So, no kidding. Um, yeah, and that was when he tagged 11-0. He like dominated that match. Yeah, I mean, going into that match, uh, we were up in the stands. We kind of 
I know his dad, he, he knew that the kid looked tough and whatnot. And it was going to be a, a close match, but you know, he just, he's been clawing himself back, you know, obviously um, losing in the round of 30 or round of 64, um, you know, puts you in a bad spot in the wrestlebacks, but he's won five already. And uh, you know, he's looking to win two more to be on the podium. So I, th- I think he can do it. Right. I mean, yeah. So I looked into, I looked into his path a little bit. I don't know who is who will wrestle out of the loser quarters, but um, his first match is Gage Botero out of PA. He actually placed sixth in, in the PA Freestyle States. He lost to Tommy Link, who Tyler teched back in Northeast Regionals. So uh, it's looking good for Tyler for that first match. Uh, I don't want to jinx anything, so I'm knocking on some wood here. But um, it's looking good there. Hopefully he'll get a, a good draw. I, I actually, you know, looking at the quarterfinals, the guys who are remaining, like there's four guys that I expect to win and the four guys that, you know, should drop down to the backside. And I think out of those four guys, you know, I think he's in good shape here. Stanich is is one of the kids who I think are going to lose, who he beat at Northeast Regionals. He's wrestling Kale Lardson. So it, it's definitely a, a good a good draw so far, as far as I can tell. That's nice. That's good to hear. Um, let's move on to 132. I know we're kind of jumping. We started at 120. Um, let's just move up to 132. We've got two guys in this weight class. Let's start at the Russellbacks. So we got Cameron Catcherbone. Um, you know, Cameron Catcherbone is rocking the, okay, the I take uh, that, corners. Sorry, I hate to interrupt you, but I take it back. He's got the one quarter loser that I'm like, eh, I'm not sure I like that. Who's that? Uh, he's got the Tyson Charmali kid. Okay. Um, Tyson Charmali was... I'll find it one second. Um, he was a U15 freestyle runner-up at the world the U15 World Trials. Um, he's all, he's on the he's an honorable mention to the sophomore big board, so um, I know he just had a really tough match with he just beat somebody pretty tough too. Um, who was it? Uh, Dalton Perry. So he just beat Dalton Perry, and Dalton Perry's. Um, I mean, everybody knows who Dalton Perry is for the most part. If you don't, he's number three in the country at one thirteen. And yeah, so Dalton Perry gonna, just beat uh, Gianni Silvestri uh, earlier today. Yep. So, Tamale beat Dalton Perry, and now he's wrestling Aiden Valencia, who's also really tough. So, Tyler will have the loser of Chomeri and Valencia. Dang. I mean, obviously, uh, that's it's a tough, tough spot to be, I guess. But you know, somebody's got to do it, and and uh, he's going to. I think he's going to yeah, get. Yeah, I mean, the job if, done. if there's one guy on Team New York, I think can go through that draw. It's Tyler. Yeah, I agree. He's he's definitely uh, got the tools and he's capable of doing so. Uh, so yeah, moving up to 132, we've got Cameron Catcherbone. Like I said, he's got he's rocking the cornrows this weekend. Um, I'm digging the look. Look good. I tweeted out about it too. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he's gonna have Smokey McClure of Washington. Um, I believe it's the Conti of eight number one. So yeah, he's got to uh, he's in the same spot. Um, Tyler is, but yeah. uh, I, I'm not really sure when that when the wrestling starts for the cadets tomorrow. I, I believe it's after. I think they weigh in at one, so I think they wrestle t- tomorrow afternoon. I don't think they weigh in tomorrow. The cadets? They, they don't weigh in tomorrow. They, I believe they'd have a two-pound allowance for Monday morning. To be honest with you, um, if, if so, I mean, like I said, I, I don't know. And a lot of the people in the stands, even, you know, his dad, Joel, we, we're sitting next to each other all day. It, it sounded like they were weighing in tomorrow at one and they don't wrestle until tomorrow afternoon. Um, 
it, it, the, the schedule has really been a, a changing thing in the last week, last yeah, I know they changed several days. According to Flow, which could be wrong, wait, wrestling quarterfinals for cadets is at 9 a.m. Interesting. So but they don't... I don't know how true that is. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I, I believe tomorrow is going to be the quarterfinals and semis, though, correct? Yeah, so tomorrow at 9 a.m. is the quarterfinals and the... Uh, I'm guessing the remaining of the consolations. And then tomorrow at 5.30 is the cadet semifinals and the consolation semifinals. Interesting. Yeah. So. Like, like I said, I guess if that's what the, the schedule it is, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people in the stands that are kind of clueless to the schedule. I have to send a few texts out um, when I get off of this, but I, I left the arena. I went to Buffalo Wild Wings to scrap some supper and I, I came back, haven't been able to look into too much, but yeah, that's wild. I don't. I'm not really positive. I guess we'll update you guys um, when the times do kind of happen. But yeah, camera catcher bone. He's got Smokey McClure. Smokey. That sounds, sounds pretty good name. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. Smokey Dude, McClure that's actually like, won. That's probably one of the best names in the whole tournament right now. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, I saw it was just S McClure. I had to click on it, and the name's Smokey, and he's from Washington. So um, the dude's got some swag, I think. But. He actually beat a New York guy last round um, to advance to Cameron Catcherbone, and he beat Nick Lamorty, which Nick Lamorty, um, he beat him 6-6. Six to six. Or no, he actually pinned him. Match. But it was, a, it was a good match. Uh, Lamorty actually impressed a lot of us in the stands, uh, especially the, the little New York contingent that I was sta- standing next to um, for the day. But, yeah, he's, he's tough. Um, I, you know, if Cameron Catchbone wrestles like he did yesterday or today, rather, um, I think he gets the job done. He's he's another one that's just fun to watch. He actually doesn't have much freestyle uh, experience, but obviously he's a tough wrestler. He's an NHSCA champ, so he's going to do what he's got to do. Winners win, right? Dude, he's running bars. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, he doesn't get I think crap, he pinned right? two kids in bars today. Yeah. And uh, so on the front side of the bracket at 132, we've got – an absolute hammer, which he's another one that's just caught off. I think he's caught a lot of people by surprise. I mean, obviously, we're high on him, right, because he's a New York guy. We know what he's capable of doing. But I don't know if a lot of people have would have picked him to be in the quarterfinals. And I think he's in a pretty good spot to be in the, the uh, semis as well. And that's Casper Stewart of Section 5. Yeah, I he was one of the guys that I, I mentioned in my – pre-tournament tweets where I was talking about guys I expect to do a lot better. Um, he's wrestling, uh, his, his quarterfinal opponent is Cross Walizuski out of New Jersey. He's the number 48 guy in the class of 23 big board on Matt Scouts. He's a tough kid. Um, but, I mean, Casper just knocked off the 25-ranked guy at 138 in Ladarian Lockett. And he was up 8-1 to one on the kid before Ladarian started a little comeback. But, you know, Casper's able to beat this kid and now he's going to have a Another test, but I mean, we're at Fargo, right? Everybody, everybody's gonna be tough now. Yeah, because yeah, so Casper opened up the day with a 10 0 tech, then a 14 4 tech, then he got a pin in the round of 32. And like you just said, he beat Lockett in the round of 16, which he's been a hammer all day. The first few matches of Casper, you, you would have thought he's, you know, signed up for the, I mean, he's wrestling in the Greco tournament. Right. And I, I think somebody had to tell him, like, in the match three, like, hey, listen, this is freestyle. Um, you know, use some leg attacks because he was just, chucking dudes on their heads and uh it was i mean it's fun to watch i'm not gonna lie but it was great yeah the one it, dude, he it, ripped his head off twice i, I, I was sending a message on, ripped it off again 
his nose, if, if you're watching along um, at home, his nose is like split open. He's got tape across it. But like they, they try to like burn it shut, like how they, they normally close up those kind of gashes. But yeah, big gash in uh, his nose. I'm going to have to get a picture of it tomorrow. I'll post it if I can. It's nasty. When did it's it good. happen? Did it happen in the last match? No, I think it happened like, I want to say it was like two matches ago that I, I mean, it might have busted open a little bit more, but because I'm pretty sure there was tape on it at least two matches ago. But yeah, he, uh, this, his style though, just obviously is, uh, his face is going to get beat up a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, moving up a little bit, uh, actually 138. This, this kid, this Question. kid surprised everybody. Yes. Renzo Montaldo. First of all, he wrestled 145 juniors at the state tournament. Somehow he ends up at Cadet 38 in mm. Fargo. And now he's just going he's going nuts. He has five tech falls this to, this weekend. He's six and one. And his next match is a kid from Massachusetts and Alexander Grov uh Gavronsky. And I don't I don't know this kid. I, I tried looking him up a little bit. I didn't really find anything super special about him. I mean, Renzo's Renzo's right there. That's I mean, I did not expect this to happen today. Yeah, no, like you said, he he got a um, tech fall to start the day, and then I he lost by tech fall to a kid from Illinois, which is a hammer. But yeah, then he rattled off a bunch of techs, right? Ten o tech, ten o tech, thirteen two, twelve to three, and then he won eight to six in his last match. Um, yeah, Renzo Montalvo, he's he surprised a lot of us as well, and he was the one that was scratching my head at because, like you said. He wrestled juniors at the States up a weight, and now he's down at 138 in the cadets. I'd love to see it. I'm not going to lie, but uh, yeah, it caught me off guard. And obviously, I'm not looking down on Massachusetts, but this uh, Massachusetts kid that he has, um, I, I mean, I don't know anything about him, but he has won a few uh, won a few close matches, right? He, he won by tech fall and, you know, won 10-3, 13-6, and uh, he actually did get teched by Tyler Kasich, but I mean, Tyler Kasich's pretty darn tough. Yeah, isn't Kasich a top three in the country? Yeah, he's a hammer. So, uh, you know, he's I don't nice. know much about the Massachusetts kid, but going off of uh, how Renzo Montalvo looked today, um, he's he's in a pretty good spot in the bracket to uh, hopefully pick up at least another win and uh, try to put himself on the podium at 138. Hey, if you get yourself in that blood round, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, no, I mean, it's far the kids who crazy, lost. crazy stuff has, hap uh, has happened over the years, and uh, hopefully he gets the job done tomorrow. Let's take it back down to 100 pounds, though. Uh, we yes. got Darren Florence. He's a little hammer. Section four boy. What's that? Section four boy. He's killing it. Represent right. Love it, man. Love to see Love it. it. Yeah. So uh, Darren Florence has Singleton tomorrow, but let's uh, take a few, take a few, um, take a look at a few of his matches that he's had. So he won his first match by Tech Fall, and then he won his second match 12 to three. Before losing to Connor Walsh four to four, which Connor Walsh, he's from Jersey. This match four to four criteria, um, it was Darren's match. I, I want to say the kid yeah. scored two and then two at the end. It, uh, I think Darren was up four to nothing. Darren was up three zero. Three zero. And the kid got a takedown and a turn, and and Darren was able to scramble into a reversal. But that was uh, I had him losing on criteria because of you know highest point values. I mean. When you're up 3-0, the last thing you want to do is get into a flurry, especially in freestyle. Yeah, and then his uh, his last match to uh, advance though tomorrow was, I think he was up, again, he was up like 6 nothing or something like that. And 
I believe he was down seven to six with like 20 seconds left, and he ends up getting a takedown, which I thought he had a, take, a takedown and a turn, but ended up just being a takedown, and uh, he beat um, Cade Bloom from Iowa. So, yeah, big win um, to obviously advance the, to day two. And like I said, he's got Singleton tomorrow. Um, looking back, Singleton, yeah, Gage Singleton of Oregon tomorrow. So that'll be another t- tough test for, for Darren, but. Yeah, no, if he wrestles like he did today, he, he's a beast, man. Like, he's just – he's a goer. Yeah, I mean, he's – I've been watching him wrestle for a couple of years, and to be honest, this is the best I've ever seen him. Um, he, He's obviously a two-time state place finisher in New York, but um, the first time he placed was D299, which, I mean, anybody from New York knows that, that could, anything could happen in D299. And so I, I wasn't very high on him at, the, at that point, but – here we are. I mean, can't deny the kid now. No, absolutely not. Um, so moving on to Matthew Marlowe up at 113. He is in the Conzi round of eight as well. Um, so he won his first match today by Tech Fall, won a second match today by Tech Fall before losing to Drew Gorman of Georgia. And then again, he rattled off three wins um, in the backside beating uh, Isaac Hampton of Oregon, Carson Exford of Idaho, and Mason Kernan of Pennsylvania. So he's another one that, you know, had to, had to put the work in today. Um, he's got – he's 5-1 record going into tomorrow. And uh, he's got Cale Peterson tomorrow of Iowa, which, I mean, those Iowa hammers, they, they had a few hammers today. I'm not going to lie. We'll get into uh, one of them um, with Max Gallagher. But, uh, yeah, Matt Arlo, he sits in a, the bottom part of the bracket. I'm not, I'm not sure who the Iowa kid um, – I don't know much about the Iowa, Iowa kid anyways, but um. – Yeah, I mean, here's here's what we do know. He's from Iowa. <laughs> yeah, and if he's from Seabolt trained, um, he's probably pretty darn tough. I'm not going to lie. Isn't all of Iowa from Seabolt? <laughs> pretty much. Oh, dude. That's so, what it seems now, right? <laughs> side side topic, topic uh, Tony Hager and, and uh, Fellers and I want to say Seabolt himself, but I, maybe not – uh, they got in the van and they were traveling from Iowa to Fargo. Actually, it was an RV, and uh, they were stopping along the way to fish in like the, the many lakes or ponds that Minnesota has. I kind of thought that was funny. That's great. Yeah, big uh, big sticker on the side of their RV it says "Winners Win." I love it. <laughs> uh, so, but let's let's talk about a few of our quarterfinalists for tomorrow. I guess we can start at 132 pounds. 132 pounds, we've got Casper Stewart. We've already talked about him. Moving up to 152 pounds, we've got Zach Ryder. Uh, Zach Ryder was – he kind of was in a dogfight today. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, dude, He, he his second match – I mean, how many how many guys in number seven in the country's second match is against the Iowa State champ? Yeah. Wyatt yeah. Rise from, uh, won the state title this year in Iowa, and now Zach Ryder's wrestling him in round two at Fargo. Trailing with on criteria one one when when Rise tries an arm spin attempt for some reason in a one one match and Ryder just kinda countered it easy. He he just ended up he actually went for that Zack Ryder cradle he likes to use. But obviously and it's a little harder to turn somebody in a cradle in in freestyle, but you know, he, he got the win and dude's on a run. He he's outscored his opponents thirty three to three into heading into the into tomorrow. Yeah, he he got the first, uh, the tech fall in the first match, which again he was really really using a lot of upper body in that match. 
And then, like you said, he won over Rise three to one. Then he got a tech fall over Minnesota and a nine to two win over North Dakota's Bowden Greenley. Um, you know, he's straight on style. Um, it, you know, obviously it's fun to watch. He's he's in your face most of the match, um, if not all of the match. So well, his, going... his quarterfinals opponent is Dominic Bambinelli of Georgia. Um, Bambinelli is the number ninety-seven ranked uh, freshman coming into this year. So, I mean. He's tough. He's got he's got some credentials underneath him. Um, Mascot Willie's not going to rank him for no reason. So, yeah, no no doubt. That being said, Zach Ryder is the number seven guy in the country. So, yeah, he needs a hammer. So uh, hopefully he he's obviously. Uh, I mean, I think Casper Stewart's going to punch his ticket to the semis, but I think Zach Ryder's got another chance, uh, a, a good chance as well. And hopefully we get a few of these New York guys pushing their way through and uh, making the podium. But uh, let's talk about 285 pounds. We got another guy, Cameron Gronke of Section 2. He found himself in the quarterfinals as well. Um, 285 pounds was kind of weird. I don't know if much many of you guys were following me at home, but uh, they were like a round or two behind. So like if the guys were wrestling for a round of 16, the 285-pounders were wrestling in the round of 32. Really? Yeah. So uh, it was – because they were like, oh, we were all wondering if Gronky won, and he had still didn't wrestle. So then they like skipped two eighty five, and then they. Well, they, to be fair, he's only been on the mat for fifty eight seconds. Yeah, no doubt. He's he doesn't waste any time. He, he's uh, pinned his first kid in seventeen, and his second kid in forty one seconds. Yeah, he's yeah. just he's he's on a roll. He um, is on a roll. He'll have a uh, Will Sather of Minnesota tomorrow um, in the quarterfinals. Sather uh, was the uh, USA Wrestling Folk Style National Champ this year. Okay, so no kidding. He's actually looking for triple crown right now. Well, Gronky's gonna stop that. I think Gronky's gonna steal it from him. He's gonna steal the yeah. He's he's gonna steal that from him, no doubt. I don't know how, but, but he's gonna find a way. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, Cameron Gronky will have Sather tomorrow. Uh, two hundred eighty-five pound quarterfinal matchup. So again, like I said, we've got three in the quarterfinals and five on the backside in the Conci, um round of eight, number one. So. Hopefully you guys toot along to that. Let's uh, moving in, move into the, some of the women's results from today. I believe the team, our team New York girls team, is seventh in the country. Yeah, seventh in the country right now. Yeah, they're tied for seventh. Tied for seventh. Um, we got five All Americans. One in the finals, Alessandra Elliott. She's got three wins, including a six-six criteria win in the quarterfinals. Um, we have four other All Americans, Alexandra. Alexandra Vieira. Am I saying that right? Vieira. Vieira. Yeah. Emily Frost and Sophie Pollock wrestling for fifth and Reagan Rattel wrestling for third. Yeah. Um, so seeing three of those girls, I have a girl uh, from that we helped coach up at the uh, Bears down at, well, actually just Governor in general. And she, she's 14. She wrestled in the cadet States though, because uh, she didn't have anybody in her weight class. But uh, she's wrestled with several of these girls, and actually, she she wrestled Rattel, she wrestled Vieira, and she wrestled Elliot. So, you know, three of the five New York girls that um, that placed, she had wrestled. So it's it's kind of it's nice to see her, you know, being here, experiencing it before she wrestles the cadets next year, and uh, realizing and, and knowing, hey, listen, I can I can make the podium next year, and uh, it's it's just it's great to see her, you know, hey, have that experience to. And the opportunity to, you know, come out here as a, you know, 14-year-old and before she's a cadet to uh, to take it all in. 
Yeah, you know, how about just kind of overall women's real quick. California has 61 points with 13 All-Americans and four in the finals. That's wild. California's kind of killing it. California's decent, right? They're freaking tough. and they, They came with a lot of people. Yeah, um, I wish I could see how many. Once, unfortunately, once you get eliminated, flow kind of like forgets you exist, so you don't get to be counted anymore. <laughs> R.I.P. Right. So, yeah. uh, another little nugget from the women's All Americans is Pennsylvania has ten All Americans, but none in the finals. Ten All Americans, none in the finals. Yeah. Yeah, Pennsylvania, dude. And yes, and Colorado's got nine All Americans, none in the finals. Yeah. It's weird. Switch over to the men's real quick. Talking yep. about you know the what they got going on. Pennsylvania has eighteen quarterfinalists. <laughs> eighteen, dude. Yeah, no. Uh, actually, I was standing up in the stands. There was like three or three or four matches left in the tournament today, and uh, Tyler Ferrara and I were talking back and forth about who's got who for you know quarterfinals and the guys that are in the backside and whatnot, how the states are doing. But yeah. You know, New Jersey's got 10 moving forward, six on the backside. Ohio's got 11 on the front side and 11 on the backside. And like you said, 18 quarterfinals for Pennsylvania and 10 on the backside. So they got 28 guys, you know, still advancing into the tournament. That's wild, man. Yeah, they're hammers, man. We got eight. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't have – I mean, we're, we're doing all right. Like I said, we, we were going to have like 15, but, you know, the last round um, really kind of took the wind out of our sails, but – Hopefully we bounce back tomorrow. Yeah, I think I, the guys we got left, I, I have good feelings about. Yeah, me too. You know, like, uh-huh. I think Catcherbone's going to pull it off. I think Ferrer, Tyler's going to pull it off. Ryder, I think Ryder's going to make minimum. I think Ryder has a legitimate chance to win, win a stop sign. Casper Stewart, the way he's looking, I have, I have no doubts in my mind he has a chance to win a stop sign. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, he's a freaking beast, and, and I think that's what kind of New York needs moving forward to, uh, you know, pick up. Obviously, we haven't had if the uh, freestyle or or Greco. We haven't had Fargo since 2019, but um, back when we did, we didn't have many All Americans. We had guys come close, but you know, having two, three, four, five, six All Americans this year in cadets is is going to propel us forward as a state, and uh, hopefully. Hopefully we get the job done tomorrow. Yeah, a couple shout-outs, though, from guys who just kind of impressed me overall today. Uh, Vendavian Way looked great. I know he didn't. He probably didn't get exactly what he wanted, but I watched that kid wrestle at Journeyman last year, and I just, I just overall wasn't very impressed that day. And today I'm like, wow, this kid's good. This kid's yeah. good, and he's going he's gonna to be a killer. Yeah, man, I told you he's a he's another one of those governor guys, and like I tweeted out, he's gonna have uh, Carter Bear to wrestle with. Uh, you know, he's already been a practice partner in the off season with Bear, but you know, next se- next season that's who Bear's gonna have uh, as a practice partner. So, you know, Bear's gonna be looking to make his run at a third state title, and then you know, Way obviously he's, he's gonna be reaping the benefits because he gets to work with a guy like him, and uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see Way on the on the state podium next february yeah no i i completely agree another guy another guy i was impressed with this weekend or today was uh usman duncanson uh, absolutely 
he he looked he looked great in the matches that he was wrestling in. Uh, he ran into a couple buzz saws, but you know you can't take anything away from the kid. He looked good. Yeah, so him and Way, I mean, they're good friends, right? I mean, Way comes down to his house, he comes up to Way's house, and one thing I've noticed for both of them, their style of wrestling fits the freestyle mold really well, right? They don't. Absolutely. I mean, they're they're tough wrestlers and they're they're kind of stingy, but if they want to let it fly, they're going to let it fly, and they're going to put points up on the board. And uh, you know, they they have that the give a shit factor, like they're just they don't give a shit what they're going to do, right? I mean, they might give up a takedown trying to go for four, but it's, I guess it's fun to watch, but I, I guess it's nerve wracking if you, uh, you're close to them, but yeah, no, Usman and Wade, they both look really good today. Um, just side note, the junior freestyle brackets just came out. So. Ooh, I yeah. was see, I'm sitting here waiting for them. Yeah. So I, I just, uh, pulled them up. So I'm going to, as soon as we get off of this, I'm going to be hopping on, but you have something, uh, you, you got something brewing right now, right? A little recap. Yeah, so um, if you haven't yet, I, I typed up a little recap of today's action, uh, kind of breaking down the guys who are still alive, uh, what they got going on tomorrow. Um, you know, I, I typed it up quick. I, I wanted to make sure I got it out there so some people had a chance to watch it. So uh, you grammar Nazis out there, leave me alone for today. <laughs> also, we obviously don't have a place to put our content right now. So uh, I typed it up in a Google Doc and gave everybody the link to kind of go on and read through it. Um, obviously not the most professional way to do it, but it, it's something something better than nothing, right? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I think it's going to be more you know, user-friendly, fan-friendly uh, looking at your Google Doc than maybe listening to this because like you said, um, it, I mean, it's 9.49 right now in, in our time zone, but I know back east, it's it's 10.49. People waking up, they're going to be, you know, instantly watching wrestling because all the action starts bright and early tomorrow. So we're not going to really – you're not going to have a lot of time to listen to this, but I guess anybody that's made it this far in the episode, you know, I appreciate the uh, the support and, and uh, the time taken out of your day to listen to it because, again, it's wrestling's it back there, right? Fargo is a never-ending thing, right? Day one just finished. Day two is, you know, on her tail. And then uh, we roll right into the week. It's going to be a long week of wrestling. But it's fun to uh, finally be out in Fargo. It's, it's been a fun experience so far. So looking You're forward so to day jealous. two. Still never been to Fargo, man. <laughs> Next year, man. We got to make, make our way out here. Got to make it work. Gotta, gotta I got to make our way out here with media passes. I'm not going to lie. Being in the stands trying to give updates is pretty darn hard when there's 25 mats. And you can always just retweet my stuff. You can you cannot read that far. Like no, that would be awful. Riders wrestling on mat 25, and I cannot make out what the score is. That that's rough. Yeah, See, yeah. It's, that makes me not want to come. <laughs> that part's rough, but being in this being in the arena when there's oohs and ahs, you know, yeah. you know how that goes. Dude, I yeah, I mean it's. I'm assuming it's not like NCAAs, but like I kind of understand. Yeah, it's not. I mean, at a smaller level, I guess it is, but it uh, it's going to be even better when a New York guy advances to the podium tomorrow, and uh, we get to you know cheer as a as a New York State and, and have the New York State contingent behind that wrestler. So I'm pumped. Can't wait. Yeah. So last point, Flo, get your shit together. I'm gonna give you one more day, one more day before I lose my mind on you guys. Yes, I uh, figure it out. I saw a few of the tweets today, and uh, yeah, and a few people trying to watch back home that weren't able to do that, or the uh, 
commercials that are timed poorly. Dude, two two matches in a row, twelve seconds or less to go, a commercial k- clicks on, and I miss the ending of the match. Damn, dude, that's rough. Dude, it was awful. And then and then like earlier, uh, I'm watching a match. Two heavyweights lock up over unders. Somebody's going for. You can tell somebody's about to go for a ride. Bang! Commercial. Commercial ends. Dude's getting his hand raised. I'm like, Guess are what? you serious right now? I just Guess. missed that entire exchange. Guess what? You don't have that problem when you're in Fargo. <laughs> Screw you, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's a good spot to end it. Um, again, episode 42 is not going to be a very long one, but you know, we get the the point across. We've got a wrestlers making their way forward tomorrow. Um, three on the front side, five on the back side, and we've got five girls that finished with all American statuses. So it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, hopefully you guys tune in tomorrow though. We'll be back again. More wrestling. Let's go Zach Levy. Let's go Charles Laux. More, yeah, more wrestling Twitter, uh, more wrestling Facebook, and wrestling 607 on the Twitter. Your boy Zach Rolf will hook you up. I got all the updates, all of them. All right. Don't need to go anywhere else except for more. Right. Don't go anywhere besides more wrestling and Zach Rolf. But yeah, that's all I got. Thanks for tuning in. Peace out. Peace out.